It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's F104. Good it morning. Is, uh, officially minus one in Dublin at the moment. Zero degrees in my car all the way in. I've had a WhatsApp of uh, minus five, I think. Someone sent us in. Right, so anywhere... Like, minus uh, eight, sorry. Minus eight. F- further you go inland. Where is that minus eight, if you don't mind don't me asking? Know. Michael, let us know if you can. He's listening to F104, so he's somewhere where he can get us on his normal radio, not the app. So tomorrow Dublin will get up to about four degrees. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's Friday. Well, this is the weird thing, right? So then Sunday there's going to be a bit. Uh, sorry, Saturday there's a bit of rain, and it's going to stay three or four degrees. And um, the worst of the of the minuses is, is is today, pretty much right now. So the further inland you are, it could be minus eleven. They say today. How's Sunday looking? What's Sunday looking? Sunday's looking at twelve degrees. Ah, you see, that's how we are all dying sick. It's going to lash rain all most of Sunday, and then uh, when by the time you by the time you're watching the World Cup final. It'll be uh, 10 degrees. Oh, lovely. It'll feel almost like Qatar. Then it'll, Monday's look like it's going to be 13 degrees and then it's going to drop back down to 9 and then oh. 4 and stuff like that. So it's, we're going to have a, a mild spell at the, at the end of this week but at the moment, depending Minus. on how far inland you are, it's very cold. Minus 5 in Nace. It's, they're all, all the Nace ones. So that's, that, minus 5 in Mees. Yeah, but apart, like, apart. I'd say, I'd say most of Mees is, is fairly nippy this morning. Anyway, uh, minus 11 degrees alert. My, my sister lives in Fermanagh and she had minus 10 last night. Ah, they're very close to Scotland. <laughs> they're further north, all right, yeah. Med Aaron issues warning for the coldest night on deep freeze. So that, that orange alert, status orange for the country is... Deep freeze? I thought that was like just for chicken nuggets. I kicked in around 6 o'clock last night and it goes till about midday today. I was cold, all right, yeah. I was, I was keen to uh, vacate little people from a building. And I suppose sometimes I get my own sarcasm, but sometimes maybe people who don't know me may not. So I, I got a... Who sorry. really knows you, Nobby? Who really knows you? Sorry for holding you up there. I said, don't worry, Elaine, we'll all get hypothermia out here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was only joking, but then I was like, maybe she thought I'd been so well, That sounds like you were having a crack there. But it was very cold. You were, you were having a crack. I was even doing the little dance thing with your feet to try and stay warm. There's no humour really in that. That's like, that's a direct... That's I was a, the way that, I said it. As you would say, shots fired. Don't worry, we'll all get out. I was only saying what everyone was thinking. So, so the, there... win, the windscreen thing, right? So we're all dealing with windscreen issues. Yeah, well, I've got... Ser- yeah, go on, yeah. One thing I learned this week and I didn't realise, you know when you put your hot air on yeah. in, inside your car? Yeah. Put your, um, your visors down and that helps. If you have your visors up, the hot air is just blown off into the back of the car. Put your visors down straight, if you can, and that'll bounce the hot air back into your windscreen. You get it'll do it quicker. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the best things about it, driving anything that has a plug at this time of year is you can pre-program it. Like, like a pre-programmed timer on your oven. And you can get into the car and it's all hot and, and the windows are defrosted. So that's not the same as the people running their cars with their engines, which is legal, isn't it? No, this is just an electric thing. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, if you have any sort of a modern car, the frost will play havoc with all the tech gadgets on it. So a lot of cars with any safety aids now have sensors on the front. You might have a big pad, yeah. you might have a little thing on the nose, a thing on the logo, you might even have a little camera on the front. So it's like your, when your iPhone just shuts down when you're up in the mountains. When they get frozen yeah. over with ice, they don't work. I've been out very far out in Dollyman Strand and it's been very bitterly cold. What are you doing in Dollyman Strand? Go for a walk. And uh, I take my phone out to take a nice picture and it's so cold my phone just goes, no. I've seen that working. It shuts off. On holidays where it gets too hot. I've no. never seen it where it gets too cold. Too cold, yeah. In Dublin, an iPhone stopped working because it was too cold. Mm. Oh, yeah. Jesus.
If it was, it was windy enough and cold enough, yeah, it just shuts down. If you put it back in your pocket, it'll, it'll work again fine once you go back in your car. It's minus three in Ashburn, minus 4.5 in Dunshockland. Anyway, so the other thing is the, the, the they're showing people, uh, there's even news reports about people, don't pour boiling water on your frozen screen. Well, you shouldn't. No, but like, the, the, that's common sense, right? We've, we've just we, used we've, a hot tap or something. We've had winter before. How come everyone's acting like this has never happened before? It's going to be minus 10. Yeah, and don't be tailgating. I had an Audi driver this morning. Seriously. If, if I'm ever done for a road traffic incident and I ever disappear from the show, it's because of a tailgater. I'll yes. just put that on record now. Yeah. All right. Bad drivers. Well, tailgaters in particular. If I ever go to prison. There's uh, one particular cyclist I have issues with. Oh, yeah, uh, I with the same one, like? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, when you're on a schedule, you, you're kind of in the same place every day and you see the same car sometimes. You I see, change your route so I can't be followed. I see the, I see the same vans. Yeah, right. and there's this cyclist, and they wear no, nothing, no lights, no lights. But not only do they they're wear no lights, like a black ninja. They're they're on a bike in the middle of the road. They go into the middle of the road because oh. they're, they're going to take a right. Well, they do pay road tax. They're in the middle of the road in the dark. It's a very dark road that I'm on. Yeah, I can't see them. And about three or four times now, they've been in the middle of the road, and I didn't see them because oh. like I'm driving. There's trees on this road and everything, so the shadows. I can't see them. They're completely dressed in black. They're on a bike, on a dark road, in the middle of the road, and then at the last minute I see them. Oh. And because they're, they're in the middle of the road because they're about to take a right. And I have rolled down my window. <laughs> and wiggled your finger. Well, no, I've said some... Uh, didn't use rude words now. I just, uh, I just told the truth. I, I, as a, I can't see you! <laughs> Get some lights! <laughs> you should give him some lights for Christmas. Get something! I can't I see! see I see man. So I could have killed him. And yeah. I don't want to kill anybody. I did Jay Walker this, this very morning. close to Christmas. I don't want to have that on my conscience. No, I'm a Jay, I did Jay Walker this morning, and it's very slippy. If you're driving a, a car that weighs a couple of tons, right, it's a bit like, do you brake for a fox or a human at this time of year? I mean, you should, but the car might go into a massive skid. Yeah. So just wait for the gap. Find the gap. Uh, bag of warm water and uh, wipe the windscreen. Yeah, that does work. Is that a lot of effort, though? You've got to find a little Ziploc bag, fill it with water. Everywhere. I'm telling you. Warm, warm water yeah. in, a, in an old bottle. What about those things Spanish lads put on their cars to deflect the heat? Would that? Could you put that on the outside? Would that keep the frost off? It would. Oh, yeah, those things you can, you can put on the, yeah. the, the covers, the car yeah. covers. You can yeah. get them in little. Buy one of them. Stick it on. Whip it off in the morning. Grant. Sort it. The only non-temperature related news this morning is that Henry Cavill was told he was the new Superman again. He was called into a meeting about five hours ago and the two people who are now in charge of the film said, actually, sorry, uh, we don't want you. No, they'll have to pay him off now because he's, he's revealed this. He's like a football manager, isn't he? They'll have to give him money for this because, you know, yeah. severance fee or something. Why would you not want Henry? He's like, he's a brilliant Superman. He did a very classy statement in fairness to him. He said, look, uh, Superman still exists. It's just my time to wear... The uh, cape is, is over, uh, but he's very much still present, and I wish them all the best with uh, whatever direction they take the film in. Right. So What's there you go. Who would you have as Superman? Um, mm, I'll have to think about that one, Jim. I would think. Very early for these type of Come questions. Come back to me. Now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5. CEPmooney.ie. All right, all right. So, Henry Cavill was going to be in The Witcher, and then he, he left The Witcher to go and do Superman. Oh, so and he also gave up? Yeah. That's just. And now it's. Now, look, 
if there's something else going on here did he get an offer to do something else and they said no you can't be Superman and James Bond well the rumour is that James Gunn who's the new director said that he he wants Henry or he wants Superman to be growing it sounds like he's an intern at the Daily Planet and then he grows into Superman that's that's one of the rumours that's one of the theories yeah he went to he went to where was Superman he was moves it? from the Metropolis and then Metropolis. becomes Superman yeah, Metropolis, and he gets a job in the Daily Planet, and he meets Lois. Okay, that's fine, but Henry Cavill, I'm just looking at pictures of him here. Yes. He's a chiselled, oh, handsome, absolutely Bondy-looking fella. Did he? Is he in the in the? No, you don't think. Is he in the running for Bond? And they said, no, he can't be Superman and Bond. Pick one. Mm. And he thought, well, do you know what? I'll, I'll probably do four Bond movies. So good luck. He'd be a great Bond. Is he? Where is he from? Is he British? Henry Cavill? He's American. I don't even know. I'm sure he can do an accent. I think he's English, is he? Well, I it's think the Witcher actually... theory could be the most likely one. Well, well, he's in, that he's leaving a massive net Netflix series called The Witcher to be part of Superman movie. So now he's lost two, two of he's the lost gigs. the two. Yeah, unless he has something else lined up. Hmm. Hmm. Black Adam will go down in history as the film that killed the DCEU as we knew it. Wonder Woman three got canned. Man of Steel got canned. Henry Cavill's out as Superman. So there's, there's a lot of people upset about Shazam and Flash and Blue Beetle and you know. Look, there's a lot, there's a lot more serious stuff going on in the world. So you know, why not? Why not just distract with this for for the moment? So that's the news. Henry Cavill uh, is not Superman. He had to post a kind of a weird lengthy statement on his Instagram. It says, "Wish them all the best. I've just had a meeting. It's not me." Yeah, but if they're rebooting it from and they're making Superman a young fella, then that's fair enough. Yeah, I know, yeah. Starting from scratch with the story again. That's that's fair enough. That is the biggest dish that hurt news this uh, Thursday morning, right now. Just right now for the moment. So here we go again, everybody. Strap in. Peter Andre. I was because I, I mentioned Peter Andre, did I? You don't you, you haven't heard about this? I'm basically alive. I'm like the ads you get on Amazon when you mention things. The music you, just starts. You haven't heard about this yet, no? No, it's okay. not as chipolata. Strap in, everybody. No, will you and stop by the way, about that? In the man's defense, he did a gig here a few weeks ago, and some people from the office were working at it, and they said... He was the nicest man. Yeah. So, Peter Andre. Well, let's see if you still believe that in, in about okay. three minutes. All right, okay. Peter Andre has penned an open letter to all radio stations in the UK on behalf of Brits who the, believe. Now, this is not a joke. This sounds like an April Fool's. This is real. Oh. Who believe, whoa, that irrespective of Andy Williams' festive classic claim that Christmas is not the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Peter Andre is pleading with radio stations to listen to the British public and stop broadcasting the most wonderful time of the year out of respect for their wishes. Whose wishes? The British public. But how... He wants the UK radio stations to stop playing What's It's the Most the Wonderful Time of the Year. He says it's not. He says the most wonderful time of the year is June when you go on holidays. So stop playing it because it's offensive. It's offensive? This song is offensive. Yeah. Stop playing it, Nobby. It's, the, it's technically not the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time to drink beer. Peter has penned an open letter to all radio stations on behalf of the Brits to agree with them that irrespective of Andy Williams' festive claim, it's not. And he says, so they, there was a survey and they said it's not. The results of the survey don't surprise me, he says. Sure, festive frolics are fun, but let's face it, Christmas can get repetitive and pressuring. Pressurizing. 
it's much more exciting to visit new places and go on holidays. I think he's overthinking it. Like it's it just, really is. Like it's just a song, Peter. It's, it's yeah, I mean, like the, there's been lyric changes. You know, okay. fairness. What's your flavor? What's your flavor? Ooh, it's hardly exactly groundbreaking. Like that's a that's a Craig David song. You're not even getting your. The, the no, he has a song called "We've Been Through This Before, Jim." He well, he's a, a flavor called, song as well. He's a flavor, flavor. You just saying, "What's your flavor? What's your flavor?" Ooh, that's definitely the Craig David one. What's your flavor? Tell me what's your flavor. <laughs> I'm right, am I? Of the year. Can we get let's, let's stay on track? Well, okay, right. Oh. Well, uh, here, okay. So anyway, right. what do you think, everyone? Should we ban that song? How do you know these muck songs? Uh, it's called a career, Jim. From the age of five, I wanted to be in the radio. I what have happened? had a, I've had a passing interest in music. You know, this is this is a passing a passing interest in music, all right. That's not music. So yeah, there's somewhere in the back of my brain there's will go. Some kind of Oh, he has a song. This is a Peter Andre, New Jack Swing style that nobody remembers except you. What is wrong with you? I didn't say it was good. You just said where, that's a Craig David song, and I said where, no. Where's, where's the, what's your flavour, what's your flavour? Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll admit that part to you. Maybe the, maybe I'm you, mixing. You, you were singing me the Craig David version. What was, what was that song called? What's your flavour? Craig David, here he is. It's like, it, did you ever, did you ever have a, any uh, listeners? Did you ever have a, a puppy and you throw them a frisbee and they're just that's now with songs. You're listening to the Flavor Show on WXCD. What? Here we go. Tell me what's your flavor. No. Well, he literally spells that's it the same a way. Great song. Tell me what's your flavor. Oh, I would nod to that. Tell me what's your flavor. Do you see, by the way. Your man, uh, whatever his name is, Keith Lemon, <laughs> recently, he just needs to move on with his life. He shouldn't. He's in, right. In response Keith to Lemon is a racist. And it was kind of a very uh, a shutdown attempt at, at what Craig David said about him over the years. Yeah, he should shut himself down, Keith Lemon. He is a lemon. Lemon by name, lemon by nature. I'm a Craig David all the day. Come on, Craig, for the nod. Okay, well, they both spell flavour the same way, so that's why I got confused, all right? Oh, yeah, look, it was the 90s. Nobody knew what they were doing. What's your flavour? Who is the caller? Ban Peter Andre. Keep Andy. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go along with that, yeah. Craig versus Peter for the nod, I reckon. <laughs> happy season of all. No one's thinking about June right now. Everyone's just thinking about getting through the next week in a bit. Like, what's, what's his issue? Yeah. He's wrong. He's not saying it anymore. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. There's going to be 10 people in uh, Janice's house for uh, Christmas dinner, and you're doing the whole thing yourself? Janice. The whole lot of things for Christmas. Janice would appear to be gone. I was at a, a, a Christmas show yesterday performed by Little People. Oh, yeah. And when they sang Frosty the Snowman, I kept hearing Crossy the Snowman. I think he needs to do that as his, as his own single. Uh, Crossy the, the snowman. snowman. We just need to work on some more lyrics. It sounds, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And he is obsessed with Bully the Snowman. Um, she anyway. won't answer. I think she's got stage fright. She's staying in the house all day today. She cooks the Christmas dinner every year and there's going to be 10 people yeah, she hasn't got time to watch any TV because she's that busy. 
Right. Well, this is a great backstory, but she can't confirm or deny any of it because um, so we've lost Janet. She's either got stage fright or yeah. Phone move. Hang on. They want Crossy the one thousand euro. Because he has backups. He always has backups. Okay. So uh, stand by. Stand by, by everybody. We got our ten questions here. Imagine now if the person who takes this instead goes on to win, and Janice will fail. Will feel, oh, I would have got them today, and now I don't have a thousand euro. Hello, oh. caller. Hello. Hello, who's that? Hey, it's Daniela. Daniela. How are you? That's Very a good. lovely name, isn't it? Daniela. Daniela. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> do you spell it different to Daniela? Um, yeah, it's just one L. Daniela. It's lovely. Where's like, that from? I don't know. I'm Irish. Okay, so it's not. It's not. You don't know the meaning behind it. It's not from either. a book or anything, is it, Daniela? Daniela. <laughs> it sounds Portuguese or something. Thanks. Daniela. Can Daniela. I just like saying your name, Daniela. It's just nice. It's fun to say. Right. Let's get give let's give you a thousand euro. That's more okay. fun to say. Right, here we go, here we go. The game starts in three, two, one. In which sport would you find players called hookers and props? Uh rugby. Uh, who had a twenty fourteen hit with Shake It Off? Shake it off. Swift. How many days are there in five weeks? Thirty five. Which massive tourist attraction has an address at St. James's Gate, Dublin Eight? Mate. Um, the Guinness Bar. True or false, Tom Hardy's da is called Chips. False. Who is older, actress Charlie's Theron or rapper Lil' Kim? Um, Lil' Kim. In England, where would you find the Shard building? London. Loving can hurt. Loving can hurt sometimes. Don't sing it. Is a lyric from which Ed Sheeran song? Um, oh, Daniela, come on, continue. Daniela, Daniela. Yeah. come on. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Oh. In which year was the smoking ban introduced into Ireland? Was it 2002 or 2004? 2002. And name three of the seven dwarves. It's a classic. Um, classic. Sneezy, Sleepy, Dozy. Yep, yeah, that's three, yeah. Job done, yeah. I'm sorry, can you give the, the three uh, names again? Dozy, Dopey, um, oh, he said, said Dozy. He was, he was a Dublin answer. dwarf, was he? It's your first answer was Dozy, wasn't it? I accept your first answer. He's driving on the motorway, Jim. Christmas time. Doesn't even know if he's going to get the car. There's no need to be afraid. I watched Snow White the other day. Very old. Yeah, well, it's classic. I know, yeah. I watched the Pinocchio. Tears. Does the the new Pinocchio. Who's it, crying? You were. Everybody Pinocchio. was crying. Right. Everyone was crying. Did he end. cry? I was. Everyone crying. I heard his performance is a bit wooden. No. It's the best Pinocchio, but oh man. Then yeah, yeah. Would you like to, Would you like to know how many you got right? Not ten. You didn't get ten, no. Well, that's 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 you fair. Get the first four yeah. right, which was good. Rugby, Taylor Swift, thirty-five, and Guinness Storehouse. Tom then Hardy's da is called Chips on his birth cert. Chips Hardy, yeah. Chips Hardy. I don't know if it's on his birth cert, but that's that's what it's called. It's called Chips. Lil Kim is forty-six. Does that make her older or younger? She's I think she's forty-seven, uh, but yeah, yes, she's older than Charlize Theron by a year. Okay. Uh, the Shard is in London. Very tall building. Loving Can Hurt, Loving Can Hurt Sometimes is the lyric from Photograph. Loving can hurt. Loving can, can hurt, hurt sometimes. sometimes. Uh, the Smoking Band was introduced in 2004. Mihol Martin takes the credit for that. And uh, yeah, we had the three doors. Uh, will he accept Dozy? Sne- no. Dopey. Sneezy, sleepy, dopey, doc, happy, bashful, grumpy. You got six today, Daniela. Okay. The message is saying, imagine pronouncing your own name wrong. Hey! Clearly, clearly she knows how to pronounce her own name. 
then yeah, yeah. That, that's happened was... the first time that was said to me. I thought right. she was talking about you. And, you. and you still laughed at it, in fairness. Fair play to you. Patient lady. Uh, sorry we can't give you the money, okay? No worries, thank you. Thank you. Now, FM104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long My Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5. CEPMooney.ie. So, anyone I've heard talking about this Harry Meghan documentary, which I haven't seen and I don't think I will see, but they've all said they come out of it quite well. There's no real sort of scandal on the royal family, it's more about the press. But they're here, making it, they're going to come out well, aren't they? But like it's it's more like you kind of understand why they would leave and go to live in America. But anyway, here's what Harry says in the most recent one. It's the last. When one. someone who's marrying in who should be a supporting a supporting act is then stealing the limelight or is doing the job better than the person who was born to do this, that upsets people. It shifts the balance because you've been led to believe that the only way that your charities can succeed and the only way that your reputation can be grown or improved is if you're on the front page front pages of those newspapers. But the media are the ones who choose who to put on the front page. First time that the, the, the penny dropped for her, Em and I spent the night in a room in Buckingham Palace after an event where every single member of the family, senior members of the family had been, including the Queen. And on the front page of the Telegraph, Meghan. I went, oh my God. She was like, but it's not my fault. And I said, I know. And my mum felt the same way. Kind of your take on it is quite interesting, I think. Yeah, well, apparently it opens up with him walking behind the coffin of his, uh, his late mother, and he's eleven. And when when it gets to now, and you realise he doesn't want that to happen to him again, you kind of understand a lot of stuff. And you reckon just it's a way of describing how bad the press have been to them more than anything else. I in, think so. In this series, no, I haven't seen it, but this is what anyone who's told me. This is what they've said. The, the, that Harry and Meghan come out of it quite well and it's not Here comes Niall Horan Here he comes Niall Horan Here he comes What is he doing? Let's hope it's not boring FM 104 C-R-I-Z The Voice is back in March with uh, Niall will be on it and Chance the Rapper and they join Kelly Clarkson and the American country music star Blake Shelton Here's the promo Do you think I've got a chance of beating you in your final season? No Wow Strong words from a big man do you think I have a chance of beating you? A chance? <laughs> I think my biggest competition is probably Kelly. But I'm going to still win, though. How do you feel about the new coaches, Blake? Who are they again? Oh, my God. Blake is not my dad. No offense to my dad. There's a new kid in town. <laughs> kind of like the vets against the newbies. That's going to make for good TV. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. I think Daddy Oren getting the shadow is pretty cool. Probably for the voice. Did they do the gig on Sunday at Qatar or what? Who? Boys Life. Brian McFadden and Keith Duffy were meant to be performing at the World Cup on Sunday. But they weren't performing to the international cameras, were they? Was Brian McFadden and Keith Duffy performing to the world? There isn't Hello a game. the world. There isn't a game show they say no to. So every time we put on anything, if there's pointless celebrities, there they are. Hey, how are you doing? And if it's... Uh, what's the one that the, the married couple... Uh, Marvin yeah. and Rochelle. Yeah, yes. So they do a good music quiz show. And Keith and... Brian, Brian were on that how did they do? they, they always get off first what do get off first? they always get voted off first or lose all first right. but of all the things people you know, it's good for the profile now but like they, they, they never do well on them of all the things people have been done for crimes in Qatar and, and think terrible things that they do, do I, did, I didn't know that so I, I didn't know they were, they were performing and they can go and perform to who? well this is a, was it an international audience? was it actually in the stadium? I don't know or Brian what, and what? Keith Duffy the halftime performance at what? 
at the match on Sunday. But for who? For people? Yeah. People in Qatar? <laughs> yeah. They were tuning in. It was either that or the final on Sunday. The Did final? The, they're, they're playing Boys the final. Boys They're playing, playing the, the final. The, the, well, it was either last Sunday or the final on Sunday. Did anyone see them? You're kidding me now. And they weren't busking, no. Like, uh, That's huge. They don't come on busking. It's true. Qatar. Although it's well, Chesney Hawks was uh, England's mascot. He came out and sang, I am the one and only, and they won two games, and they thought, oh, you better keep singing that. And he did, and then they lost. Oh, dear. Very nice fella, apparently, Chesney Hawks. I know people who met him. <laughs> That's a good story. Thanks. Did anybody see them playing or what? Brian no. Keats. Yeah, in fairness, no. they stand out in Qatar if they were there. Like. Oh, what are they doing in Qatar? Performing. They're a band. Am I wrong in saying Qatar and you're saying Qatar? Which, Qatar. Which, which is correct? Is it Qatar or Qatar? Qatar. 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 Qatar, yeah. Qatar. Like okay. it's Kathmandu. Are you sure you didn't dream that? No, I didn't. I definitely didn't. Weird fit for the audience, I would have thought. But yeah, like their, their fan base wouldn't really be... Did anybody spot them? In Qatar. Were they, were they on a camera in Qatar? At all? Boys like the fan playing... zone. Fan zones, okay, yeah, so... So... Yeah, they got they were, fans they were, for who though? They we're were not there. Just the entertainment. They're a bit of a crack. The right? French lads probably weren't didn't want to see them. Who were they performing? Do you know, in? French lads probably would would really appreciate a bit of Westlife, bit of Boys on. If it wasn't Westlife or Boys on, it was Keith Duffy and Brian McFadden. <laughs> Good point. They had it on social media. They were performing on Sunday. Well, I believe them. The performance is on Sunday at the final, and then there was the fans on message as well. So I, there's a closing ceremony before kickoff and. Are Brian well, and that is, Keith... That's very... Like, you know, all jokes aside, right? All jokes aside. Come on, Ireland. That's yeah, the way they managed to secure a gig that is the jammiest... That is the jammiest booking they've ever had in fair play. And also, who wouldn't take it? Imagine someone said, do you want to come to uh, Qatar in December? We'll give you some money. You get to see the final for nothing. <laughs> Probably get the final. You might get to bring your families, who knows? Of course you'd do that. Yeah, you would. And then you go up, with your, you put your sunglasses and your leather gloves on and you go out and you... you uh, on your head. And you sing a couple of Westlife songs. Like, there's, there's very few things that would be, it's coming home now. It's a, well, that's, that's it's true. It's so long now. They also have a coming home now. And that's also not coming they home. They have now. to sing it then. That's what they should do. Start with it's coming home now, except for England. <laughs> it's coming home <laughs> now, no. except for England. How are you, friends? It'll be French or Argentina. It'll be France. It'll be France all day long. I hope so. Definitely. Uh, this is like the opposite of Get Them Off, is it? Yes, because there is a uh, girl. Her name is Rachel Schmidt. She is a Trinity College graduate. Yeah? Trinity? Yeah, Trinity okay. College Dublin. Ireland. Graduate. Come on, Ireland. Yeah, come, come on. on, Ireland. And she has broken the record. For what? A woman in Ireland has set a new world in pulling on the most pairs of knickers in 30 seconds. Pulling on, okay. Right. Rachel Schmidt, she's now the fastest person on the planet at pulling on pants. So she had all the knickers uh, on the floor in front of her in a line. Get your knickers on the floor. Which would this be a workout? Because we bend it down, up, bend it down, up. Yeah, would actually. Yeah. Bend, like um, jumping jacks or jumping jacks or mountain climbers, jumping or. long johns. So she managed to pull on how many pairs in thirty seconds? According to the Guinness World Records. I often wonder as well about record holders. Where do they even think of these things? Like you're sitting in a chair. You're drinking a coffee and you go, I think I'll try and set a record for amount of knickers you can put on. The Guinness World Record book, you just look at it and just go, I think I could do that. I attempted I beat a, that. a rec- world record once. You did? On what? On the on, on the strawberry. And it was uh, to try and beat, uh, I can't remember, eating cream crackers. Ah, oh, you didn't do that thing, did you? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, uh, tried and failed. Yeah. Did you ever do that? It's, it's not nice. It was cream crackers without any water, I think it is. Yeah, I'd imagine you'd manage about four. Oh. And then you're done. Did you ever see the fella having the teaspoon of cinnamon? 
Oh. Never do that. Oh, God. And he was he was being really arrogant about it into the camera. Going, well, people are, I, I, I can eat this, I can eat anything, I can eat chilies. Of course, cinnamon doesn't. Have you ever dipped cinnamon into, like, uh, milk and bring it back up? It's still dry. Just so, bring it back up. So if you dip a teaspoon of cinnamon into milk and bring it, move. It, bring it back up, it's still dry. That's very interesting. And, uh, yeah, so if you, cinnamon is lovely spice, but if you don't, don't take a teaspoon of it. It can, like, you block your airway, which is what happened to this guy. And he was, like, coughing up and went red in the face. And, oh, my God. Oh, he could have killed himself. Crazy thing to do. So stick to knickers, which is much more, uh, more fun. Yes. Okay. How many would you say she could get on? Trinity student. Trinity. Now, look... Uh, I will tell you that the knickers started at the size that she is and then they gradually got larger because... They'd have to, wouldn't they? They would have to, yeah, they'd have to. They weren't all the same. As, as so did as she know. go like full Bridget Jones now towards the end? Or? She's an American woman, but she did study here. She lives in Dublin right. and uh, she became a fast dresser thanks to years in the theatre and necessary quick change costumes backstage. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, they'd have to do that, wouldn't they? So I moved to Ireland and we went all in on Guinness, both the pint and the world records. So 1.3 million people watched her uh, beat the world record. <laughs> How many on, seconds? On TikTok. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. She TikToked it for 30 seconds. She graduated from Trinity earlier this year and decided to raise money okay, so they get for different charities. Time. So she's like, like a Russian doll. So she, she had the name of the charity on each pair of... They're all bl- black pants. Um, she completed the record-breaking achievement. 30 seconds. I'm back in the summer. Doing the actions now. And uh, she's... She, I'd say he could, he could do I think she was Okay here's the thing 40? I, I think she was No 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 She was stepping in 30 them, seconds Pulling like. them up 19 she did That's the world record You think you could do 40 in 30 I, seconds I could beat 19 I'd say yeah You could beat you I could, mean I've never worn women's knickers before But I, I, for charity I suppose I could It doesn't say anything about have to, It has to be women's knickers It could be any kind of knickers Yeah but that would get more attention Because she, she, her record is women's knickers Other bizarre titles claimed in Ireland Include a gong for the world's best Biggest tea towel which is 49 foot by 34 foot. A lot of drawing in that. Big detail, that is. And the biggest ever tap dancing lesson was 445 people. Come on, Ireland. 445 people? Yeah. So just back to the knickers for a second. 19 in 30 seconds. I could beat that. I don't think you could, no. I'd give it a go, like. I don't think you could. For As records go, 19 pairs doesn't seem that high. I think of all the records you've heard about over the years and things people have There you go, there's your Friday mapped out for you. What? We want you to try and get Friday, Friday show, yeah, yeah. You reckon you could get into 19 pairs of knickers in, th- in 30 seconds? Well, 20 to beat the record. There's no way, man. Well, what's so special about her? She's She works in the theatre. She's, she's used to quick change. Her and Britney Spears. Yeah. I reckon I'd give it a go. I could do it I could do that with me eyes closed. Especially if they're getting bigger each time. I could do that on my way to Centra. No, I didn't say that now, but I... No, I know, but like... <laughs> of all the records I've heard about over the years, that well, doesn't seem... Like, think of, you know, someone's flying solo around the world at 11 years. Like, that, that one's quite doable. More than, more than 19 pairs of knickers in 30 seconds. She did it, and it's each... not even a pair a second. She split the money with 19 different charities that she raised. Okay. People sponsored her to do it. So well done. Well done, Rachel. She still lives in Dublin. If you see her, only one way to prove it, lads. I'll go one euro prepare if you beat it. <laughs> I would, I would, I would definitely say on record as I have now done. I'd try and beat that. And would I be in the Guinness World Records then? I don't know how it works for a man trying on knickers. I don't know if it's, it's happened before, Jim. No, I know, but I, I don't know if that's the uh, maybe if, not in public. The same. Why? I said it might be more difficult. 
Yeah, I'd say we'll be uh, all right. Guinness have rules and regulations. They might they might not allow you to do the same thing. It might be boxer shorts for you. Well, let's look into it. Yeah. You don't have to start with no knickers on, do you? Like you, you can you can have something on first. I think she has yeah, very sort of small small knickers to right. start. I just wanted to clear that part up. Yeah. Well, look, I'm open to it. You know. Okay. It's it's not a hard no. So Sorry. the world is generally probably split on broccoli as it is. It's a cruciferous vegetable. I'm a big fan. A big fan. I've never had a problem with it. Um, obviously, you can lash things onto it. Butter, cheese, make white sauce. White pepper, I'm telling you. White pepper. Rocking I well, there's a girl called Mimi Carter, and uh, she's like everyone trying to save money on her shopping bills, and she goes to a shop where you have to go, you got to weigh your broccoli. Yeah. So the stems, uh, she posted this video, it's caused murder. Millions of views in the last 48 hours. Murder. I'm not paying for things, so I just put them up for more. I'm only going to pay for what I am going to so if you've ever seen, uh, like even in Super Values here, they have a, there's a little kind of a hacksaw beside the broccoli sometimes. Is there? Yeah, I've seen the hacksaw, yeah. Never seen a hacksaw? I wouldn't touch it, but uh, there is a, I've seen hacksaws beside broccoli. And basically, before she weighs her broccoli, she's cutting off the stems and fecking them back on top of the fresh broccoli in the shelf ah. that she's not buying. That's a, I use the stems. The stems are great. That's the best part. What do you use them for? I eat them. Good man. So you just chop off uh, the gnarly bit on the outside and the, and the end bit and then just chop it up into little bits. It's nice. You can juice them as well, can't you? Juice. Yeah, I gave up on that juicing thing. It's not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that broccoli juice. I'll, we all have a juice. I'll kill you. We all have a juicer in our attic. So uh, mine's, in, mine's still in the kitchen. Just in the press. Oh, is it? Yeah. It is in the press. No, no, it hasn't quite No, I, I think you need the fibre. So the smoothies are better than juices. So she's saying I'm not paying for this. It said uh, 5 million viewers. She chucks them into the plastic bag. I'm only going to pay for what I'm going to eat. And some people say it is the same as ripping the banana skin off the banana and then leaving it. Or I always peel my potatoes in the grocery store before I put them into a bag. Well, she's not the smartest either because your florets will go off because the stalk is what keeps them alive. So, uh, you know, you missed that day in biology and physics. Well, she's all over TikTok and some people have had her fight her. Well, they? whatever she's like, she, she thought, how can I get on TikTok and get some views? I know, I'll, I'll, I'll annoy everyone. Speaking of things growing, and I was, I was genuinely today years old when I realised... Are you always today years old when you learn something? Well, Christmas trees, yeah. Lots of people have real Christmas trees in their gaff. Yeah. And for the last few mornings we've noticed uh, Anton, who's our, our fantastic, but we didn't wish him hard luck about... He's from Croatia. We didn't, oh, do we not? No. no. Hard luck, they were Hard great, luck, team. great team. So he, every morning he's, he walks by the studio with a wooden ladder. No, no, exactly nine o'clock every single day he walks past the studio like, like, like clockwork. And like, where is he going? He, what's he doing with the ladder? So today we built up the courage to say to him, hey Anton, what are you doing with that ladder every morning? And you laughed. Do you know where he was? He was oh. down beside the Christmas tree measuring it. Why? Because I think if it gets too high it might affect the lights above it. Right. So he says sometimes he checks it twice a day. <laughs> He's clearly very busy. We need to find something for him to do. He have, obviously we need to break a, something. He has an alarm on his phone or something. At nine o'clock, he grabs his ladder and he heads down and he checks the tree. <laughs> I, but uh, the, the thing we didn't know is do trees keep growing even though they're cut? But this is the thing. This is like the broccoli stem. So so if you have a tree in water, does it keep growing? But you Must can't do. keep it water permanently. They don't recommend that. You've got lights all over it. I've heard a dip in your tree the day before you put it into the gaff. Little bucket, let him have a drink, fine. But I, your Christmas tree keeps growing in your gaff. Why does he check it at nine o'clock every day? It's, uh, the, you know. 
And is the, if that was the case, is that not a problem? Everyone's Christmas trees would be like a, be, a, a beanstalk by the end. You know, everyone's getting mid-November, so by the end of January, the thing would be growing through the ceiling. Does anyone else know? Does anyone else have somebody who measures their tree every day? Is he totally wasting his time? And now it is quite close. Listening, it's quite close to the ceiling. So we've got these tiles and lights and there's electrics above it. So he doesn't want anything getting up there and upsetting it. Yeah, I know. Well, look, <laughs> if it was such a problem. <laughs> I, mean, I remember <laughs> once saying to him, hey, Anton, uh, where are you living these days? Shankill. I said, oh, very good. How much does the taxi cost to go home there? He goes, too much. That's all he said. Yeah. <laughs> too much. He's right. Uh, so hard looking. If you can find a taxi. Hard looking the World Cup. And do Christmas trees really keep growing? Now, unless there's some other other reason he's up the ladder he's going to tell us I mean we're on a need to know basis I've worked in the bar trade the best advice I was given was always have a cloth in your hand look busy is that what he's trying to do is now when you say you worked in the bar trade how long ago was that I worked you were for a lounge boy when I, you were 15 I for worked a, for a, a weekend a week a week, it was a week. A week. I worked in the bar trade as a bit of a, a, an what exaggeration what I did you were a lounge boy for a week I was a four court attendant did I work in the I petroleum business tra- I worked in the bar trade I did. You know, he works in the bar trade. I spent enough in, time in bars. He's put in the years. Yeah, he didn't work in the bar trade. You were a lounge boy. <laughs> Proper trained barman he is. Pulled a great point. Yeah, no, it wasn't for me. I worked in the bar trade. But I'm everyone, still there long enough to get the advice, though. Everyone who works in the bar trade, it's a good thing they're all asleep right now. <sighs> all right. <laughs> I worked in the bar trade myself. Bit of a DJ myself, but... Well, I definitely did that for a while. You did, yeah. Well, that's, that's fair enough. But it's, it's the same as people who could say I'm a bit of a DJ myself. What? Yeah, the fella at the wedding had a few too many and let you finish off the gig. <laughs> Just play, play the last two songs there, will you? 